Welcome to the Notorious Scoundrels, a Star Wars Legion podcast, bringing you the latest news, general perspective, and competitive discussion. Hello and welcome back to the Notorious Scoundrels podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm here with Jay and Tim. What's up, gentlemen? Yo, yo. (laughs) Yo, yo, yo. (laughs) (laughs) One more. So, Tim, you, you doing okay up there? I know you were snowed in for a while. Well, it was uh, it, the with the sun, things have started to melt a little bit. Yeah. However, it means that it freezes every night. Yep. <laughs> so, I mean, it's uh, every morning's a skinny rink. Um, <laughs> and I had to white knuckle it to get to school for like all last week because the plows weren't getting by our mm. place at all. So that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, just just Canada things. Oh, man. I so. I have a truck now, but back in my poor days, I was where I couldn't afford anything. I had like a little Chevy Aveo, like two door car. And, you know, Syracuse is the snowiest city in the United States because of the lake effect. And oh, my God, that thing like coming home and that thing was a nightmare. Like it was just like I'm. I'm going to die one of these nights like because it was just like I remember uh, just real quick like a couple of years like years and years ago I was coming home to the house and a huge snowstorm while I was at work right but I'm like ah, on the way home and like nothing's plowed because I'm the one that does the snow blowing and so the driveway is like as much like as tall of snow as my car was and I literally just rammed the car <laughs> into the driveway so that I was out of the road and like dug myself out and then like got into the house. It's like, this is, this is future Jay's problem. <laughs> Just... yeah, I mean, see, been there, seen that. Yep. Um, if you want to see some fun videos, uh, last week, the Trans Canada Highway was so icy, you could just go skating on it. And uh, the, a game of hockey did develop on the Trans Canada Highway because it was closed and uh it was super icy <laughs> that's cool that's the most can- canadian thing i've ever heard <laughs> yeah highway I mean, was closed due to extreme ice uh spontaneous game of hockey yeah i i mean and when i say highway like trans canada highway is the biggest highway in canada mm. and it was just closed <laughs> perfect anyways <laughs> yeah wow well, it was 70 degrees here today. That's cute. Yeah. Uh, you nice. want to hear something crazy? It was 75 yesterday up here, and then it was 30 today. So that was a real nice change of pace. Yeah. You know, we were outside, like I had t shirt and shorts on. I was walking around the snow in the yard going, Yeah, this is the best. And then today it's it's the worst again. So we're we're right back. Yeah, we've done We've done minus 30 to zero over the last sort of fluctuating between that for the last few weeks. <laughs> Perfect. So from extremely cold to still well, extremely cold. Oh, right. Because uh, you're, well, talking, you're talking sorry, Celsius. That's Celsius. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. Okay. I mean, basically zero Fahrenheit to zero or zero Fahrenheit to 32 Fahrenheit, basically. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's less, <laughs> that's less crazy. Slightly that's less like, crazy. That's not as bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, uh, today we're going to talk. Um, we're going to talk about some minor minor rules nuances related to armor that we will get to, and then we're also going to talk uh, how to counter rebels in an, a continuation of our how to counter stuff series. Um, but first, Jay, I understand you have 
some housekeeping for us. Yeah, I'm going to actually not rush through this one this time, Kyle, because we've got a lot of big, 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 big news, um, which I'm really excited about. So um, if you haven't seen yet, you are uh, not paying attention to us because by the time this episode comes out, we have announced everywhere that we are officially selling Star Wars Legion stuff now. So the fifthtrooper.com, our store where you get all our mats and all our other cool stuff, we're going to be selling Legion. So if you want to buy Legion, you should buy it from us uh, because you can also get mats and other stuff. So I've got two really cool things going on right now. We're going to have uh, 10% off all the Legion stuff we have. Uh, you can use code SWLegion. That's SWLegion uh, for 10% off at checkout. And also, we're going to do free shipping on all orders over $100. Um, so get, get your Star Wars Legion through us. And, and basically what that does is that lets us order more and and then we can get like pre-orders and then so if you buy legion through us it just makes us look better um so that we can get more legion um and and do pre-orders and do other stuff um we also will have access to x-wing and armada um i just didn't take a swing on that because i just wasn't sure what our audience would want but you know, send us an email at contact at the fifth trooper or message on Facebook um, and let us know if you want us to get X-Wing Armada because we'll for sure stock that as well if people want are going to buy it from us. Um, so yeah, so I, I don't know what, you know, by the time this episode airs, I have no idea what's going to be left in stock, but what we're doing is back orders too. So that's, this is a different thing for us um, is you can still order through us and then we'll just place the order and get it, hopefully get like a weekly shipment coming in of Legion stuff and we'll just ship it to you once it comes in. Um, so, you know, so keep an eye on that. Uh, that's, that's the big news right there. So um, that's awesome for us. I'm really excited about it if you can't tell. Uh, so that's the big news. The uh, next thing is um, we're teaming up. So right now for Stormtide, uh, we're in our season two, um, and we've been teaming up with Jordan from Skull Forge. He, he does all our miniature sculpts uh, for the game. But now we, we're also teaming up with another uh, company, Zach, over at ZZMArmory.com. He does, like, all these cool ship designs and, like, different kinds of, like, buildings and all kinds of stuff. So we're going to be teaming up with him as well. Um, I'm not going to spoil too much, but he's coming up with some really cool designs uh that we will sell in stls and also you know we'll probably print some of the smaller stuff here in shop um and either add them in the boxes or sell them on the website so we're slowly building kind of uh you know the storm tide universe in stls and and print files now as well so that's that's really cool um and you could check out zach's stuff at zzmarmory.com uh, so he's got a ton of stuff over there you guys can get, and he's got a cool Patreon, um, where he gives stuff away. So that's cool. So check that out. Right. Uh, okay. <clears throat> so, da, 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 da. Uh, yeah. So the other cool thing that you could check out is our Patreon, you know, all our blog staff and our podcasts and all that stuff. You know, if you love all this free content that we're giving out, um, you can support us on Patreon and that helps support all the, all the content from the blog to the podcast, any of the other uh, streams and stuff we do, you know, Kyle and some of the team 
did a stream on our Twitch. I know we're not very active on that, but you guys streamed some Warhammer on, uh, on there, Twitch. There, yeah, there were some technical difficulties. We uh, yeah. we made the mistake of doing it like the day after the game came out. Ah. Um, so it was a little buggy with some of the connection issues and the latency and stuff like that. Uh, but it was fun, you know. Yeah. And we'll do we'll do more stuff like that. Yeah. You know, it's it's tough because you know we've we've all got our regular gigs, and then we've all got our primary gigs at the Fifth Trooper, and then you know the streaming stuff is usually a second or third after I've asked everybody to write four articles or whatever. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so so the Patreon helps support all that. All right. Uh, well, shall we hit our main topics? Yeah, let's do it. All right, Jay, you wanna you wanna tell us about this armor armor yeah. X topic? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I was at a tournament uh, over the weekend, and I this kind of comes up a lot. Uh, I've noticed, and I think I, I I haven't really been part of the conversation because the armor that I've run in the past and the armor that we've come up up against in the past is always just armor not armor x um and so i don't really think about it a lot um but this weekend i you know i was playing um i actually took a double airspeeder list to my local store tournament uh 12 activation rebel double airspeeder list uh it it didn't do great against droids uh and, and so but one of the questions that came up was because of spider the spider droids right so they have an armor three and so the question that always comes up and where people always get confused, and even for myself, I have to pause and think about how it works, is let's say I put, let's say, six shots into a spider droid, and they're all regular hits. And let's say I did that with an airspeeder, which has armor or impact three, okay? So the, the spider droids had armor three, the airspeeder has impact three so what happens is you take three of those hits before the armor is applied and you convert them to criticals for the impact three then armor is applied so in that for instance having six hits only three are going to get through because i converted to criticals and then the next three hits are actually blocked by the armor three and I know that can be confusing. And I just based on how impact works against regular armor, right? Like, and, and you're not really thinking through the whole process, but is that the impact is converting to crits, not anti-armor is the better is the better way to think of it. And I think we skip that step sometime. Do you know what I mean? Well, and importantly, well, and when you also when you say converting to crits, it's also important about which stage those crit like that converted yeah. crits happens. Because I do hear a fair bit that like armor one, oh, you're benefiting your opponent if they have impact, which just strictly isn't true. Because um, first thing that happens is cover. So it, cover is applied, whether that be open, light cover, heavy cover, those hits are taken away. And then the impact is applied. Um, so dodge also during cover. Oh, sorry, so, dodge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was. Yeah, there's uh, all the cover dodge. Stuff. Yeah, <laughs> then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then impact. Yeah, then yeah. armor. Yeah. Then armor. But um, it's not giving your opponent crit like extra crits or whatever for uh, because you have armor one or whatever. Um, they don't get through 
cover dodges any more better than if they uh, didn't have armor. Yeah, it's still objectively better to just have armor, whatever. Um, yeah, it's a little confusing because, you know, in your brain, it's like, well, I have impact one. That should negate his armor one, right? And it's, yeah. That's not really how it works. Um, and it, it does help to think in the context of full armor, right? That impact one would simply generate one crit and all of your hits would be canceled, right? Whereas if you shoot something with armor one and you've got five hits, you know, that armor one's going to only cancel one of those hits. So, um, you know, in that situation, impact doesn't really do anything if you only have like impact one. Yeah. And it's sort of weird to think that there are situations where you could be shooting something with armor X and your impact weapon does literally nothing. Um, but that's just, that's just, if you just follow through the steps, that's how it works sometimes. Yeah. Um, so well, and I think yeah. the other the other bit that's confusing, right, is if you if you strictly look at that my example, let's take co- no cover, no dodges, right? You just have someone that shot six regular hits, has impact three, and and another unit that has armor three. Either way, those three are getting through, like right, like even if I didn't have impact, there's three hits are getting through, and I think that's where it gets convoluted and confusing. Um, and it gets more important, you know, with the with the cover and the dodges, because that because then if you, let's say you had cover two and a dodge and only three of those six hits got through, then I'm converting those and then they're getting through the armor and the armor doesn't matter. Right. And that's where it's like, <clears throat> I think oh, and I listen, I, I, I've done this. We're getting we've gotten in the habit where we don't look at the order of operations and then the converting of hits to crits because of the armor triggered that um, before armor gets to take away hits. And I, and um, it's just a thinker, right? And even myself who, I mean, clearly I understand how it works. I still like, go wait, hold on. I got to think about this. (laughs) Like, you know, especially when you've got cover and dodge and armor and you know an impact and how much impact and how much armor and and you know you just got to make sure that you're thinking that through um yeah yeah the like impact value against armor x it basically that impact value guarantees the number of like hits that turn to crits against that armor value but then excess hits then are are still applied against the armor is sort of my how i do it i mean i shot against a lot of b2s with wookies in a lot of in a little bit while ago so like that impact one and an armor one was yeah engaging itself a lot um and i mean like the chieftain has impact one so that happens a lot too where it's like yeah. oh i got a crit and a hit past cover and then you got it while and that dodge goes to crit so i'm getting two pierce one so yeah it gets extra weird when you have things like shields like <laughs> the gonk droid on the aa5 um a few months ago, I was shooting a lot of AA5s with B2s. And, you know, you think, well, I have I have two shields. That basically cancels the impact too. And it's like, well, not not exactly. Often it does exa- exactly nothing because you cancel, you know, say you hit, you get four hits with your B2s, right? Just four straight hits. You've got impact too. The shields cancel two hits. And then you still have two hits left to get converted via yeah. impact to crits. So in that case, like you might as well not spend the shields because your armor is canceling those two hits anyway. Right. Yeah, um, so, I mean, it's same with like dodges in the saber tank. You right. you want to use those like those abilities on crits because those are going to 
be unaffected by sort of the arm impact uh, armor. Nat- natural crits. Natural crits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Natural crits or surge to crit or whatever. Right. Um, because yeah. they're not inf- affected by the impact armor conversion. So right. if you have like on the AA5, if you have two like a shield, like one natural crit and then impact three with a bunch of extra hits, you just spend one shield on that crit and then the impact will do its thing on the rest of the hits. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I know a lot of people uh, uh, struggle with all kinds of things in Legion, but that's one of the ones that seems to like really be a thinker. And I think sometimes you got to like, you know, and, and don't be afraid to like, I, I had to tell one of my opponents, uh, Matt, he was, he, we were both going really fast. I'm like, whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. Let's just make sure we thought through this because there was a lot of dice going back and forth and cover and this and that. And I'm like, oh, oh, hold on. Let's just make sure we we suss this out so that we know exactly what we're doing here and making sure it all goes through. And I thought it'd just be a cool reminder for everybody at home uh, too today. Well, and, and make sure if your opponent asks, wait, how did that happen? Explain it to them. I mean, I've been known to be, I mean, I'm very quick at converting dice in my head and stuff. So, okay, like sometimes I have to slow myself down to make sure that the opponent is knows what happened, like sort of what results came out and make sure that they're sort of all on the same page. So make sure you do that. Yeah, always at like if you don't don't feel ever feel bad to be like, no, hold on, explain how that ha- just happened to me and have them walk through because um, and I don't even mean this in like they're doing anything bad, like sometimes um they could have just missed a step as well. And you just, you know, cause there are all, all these new things. Um, there's just so much going on now with all the, you know, clones with token Sharon and Padme and Yoda and the saber tank. And, and then, you know, the Magna guard getting like two dodges and two aims. If they have Kalani, like there's just, dude, it's ridiculous now. And so like making sure you're walking through all the steps of, okay, well, where did that come from? <laughs> you know, and, and it's going to take a little bit more time, but I think it's worth it because there's just, it's not just uh, rebels and empire anymore, just shooting at each other. So. <laughs> yeah. I, and I find like token sharing with clones with exemplar. And now that you have different types of sharing and all this, like, I, I try to be extra anal with where all my tokens are and stuff, but definitely just like make sure you're keeping each other honest. You know, it's game state is a mutual social contract. So, um, yeah, like even yeah. even when I'm playing Kyle, if I don't know, if I don't know how he did something, I go, wait, how did you do that? Yeah, like it doesn't matter. Whoever you're playing, yeah. just ask him. Right. Exactly. Well, and like, and when you have big token stacks everywhere, when you're like instead of like most armies can be like oh i'm gonna spend a dodge i'm gonna spend an aim make sure you're staying which aim you're spending where it's from right you're saying i'm spending padme's aim or i'm spending their own aim or i'm spending a clone aim or vice versa for dodges and surgeons right um because that is important yep not to start a long topic but since we're talking about this and i i want to hear your guys opinions on this so there's two types of players out there when it comes to tokens. There's the players that put them next to the units on the battlefield. And there's the players that put them on the cards on the, on the sideboard. Where do you guys stand on that? I think that uh, with the possible exception of things like wound tokens on characters, um, 
I put all my tokens on the table. And I think that that's what most people should do personally. I agree. And occasionally, depending on the, the map and stuff, like sometimes tokens can't be quite right next to the whatever, like especially if there's a big melee dog pile. But I like, especially with characters, I'll often put their like tokens and stuff on the top of a building and be like, uh, Anakin's tokens are here. Just sort of verbally declare, like, then trying to keep that pile all together. Um, yeah. yeah. And just make sure you're clear what you're doing, you know, where all your tokens are, who's taking what actions. Yeah. Don't like just take a standby action and put a standby token down on the table and not say anything. <laughs> That's not good. Don't do that. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And, and, you know, one of the things I've been trying to be, I've always put them on the table, um, but I've always been kind of sloppy with it. So one of the things I've been trying to do is even put them like on the order token. Um, it creates a little bit more work for me, but then I at least know where everything is and I know how it's working, you know, and I go, oh, okay, that aim was uh, right here next to, yeah. So anyways, yeah, I was just bringing that up because I've seen both out in the wild while I've been playing, but I mean, uh, the green, any green token or, or or suppression on a card drives me insane because it's like, oh yeah, that's because you can't see it. I can't see it and I don't yeah. yeah and I'm like well where did that come from? Like, well I took it yeah I took the same and I put it on their card. I'm like okay, well now I gotta look at your sideboard too to like understand what's happening in this game. It's yeah. it's also another pro of sort of getting second party or um like aftermarket tokens or like extra tokens or whatever. Cause if everyone's using cardboard tokens or the same tokens, it gets very confusing who's is what. Um, so I always like to have like a set of the acrylic tokens that I use oh. and then also also a set of cardboard tokens or at least just a few so that if if the scenario comes up and that I have the exact same tokens as somebody I can pull out some cardboard tokens to use mm. um, so that I mean especially if there's like a big melee pile or whatever and yeah. tokens are getting jumbled I like to have two different styles of tokens um from hey, two players hey that's tim. a really good idea <laughs> hey tim you know where you could get a really neat set of alternative acrylic tokens for your legion games i have no idea where the fifth trooper.com and let me tell you we've used our own designs so in a case like this they look very different so that you would be able to tell them apart go to the fifth trooper.com and search for tokens <laughs> i need to do that because i do not have those Kyle, I'll bring them to Adepticon. <laughs> right. If you're going to Adepticon, ladies and gentlemen, we'll have acrylic tokens at our booth, booth 104. Ooh. Fantastic. I will be visiting booth 104 to get myself some acrylic tokens. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> shall, <laughs> shall we move on to countering rebels? Yeah. Do you know where else you could buy Rebels? No, just sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could insert a plug in like yeah. every five minutes. Now that the we actually Fifthtrooper.com. Yeah. Just search up Rebels. <laughs> you can buy the core box, which includes Rebels. Yeah. Uh, all right. You know where you can buy the other factions that counter Rebels? The yeah. Fifthtrooper.com. Um, okay. what's, what's happened to us? <laughs> Uh, uh, I lost my train of thought. Countering rebels. Countering rebels. Yeah. This is a little bit. I feel like this is a little bit more nebulous. So we've done the uh, the Clone Wars factions, right? We've yeah. done droids and we've done 
Republic. Um, both of those factions have like sort of a strong kind of narrow identity. Yeah. Um, whereas Rebels and Empire have, you know, they have more units available for starters. Um, but I'd say they also have more variety of list types. Uh, you know, yeah. and like two Rebel lists could be extremely different from each other in a way that like two Droid lists or two Republic lists won't be just as far as like strengths and weaknesses are concerned yeah and it's really um, right because it's really like you can have you can have hero you know spam you can have wookie spam you can have double heavy you can have uh, long range range four and range five now like it's it's rebels are all over the place but tim tell them what you told us in the beginning on how to counter rebels what do you got to do tim I mean, it's it's super complicated. Just shoot them. <laughs> <laughs> a lot That's of one white, aim. Stuff to shoot. A lot of white dice on the rebels side of the board. Yeah, I, I mean that that is a very simplistic way of saying it. But at the end of the day, most rebel lists will melt to just a bunch of fire. So your goal is to catch them out in the open, or like cover, or even heavy cover, but under concentrated fire, and just leaf blow them off the field. <laughs> yeah, I would say it's and 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 I know it sounds funny, right? But like I'm, I was thinking about it a little bit more while we were talking here, and I was like, well, I mean, that's pretty much it, right? Because like when you think about clones or Empire, because of all the red saves, like even when you're shooting them behind, it's like so demoralizing to shoot clones or Empire behind heavy cover with red saves because you're like, okay, two goes away. Uh, now I got to deal with red saves. Like, and then if clones got surged, like now you got that to deal with, like, it's a whole thing. And so, but with, you know, with the rebels, it's like, no, you should, no matter what cover they have, you should be shooting them. If you have a target and if it makes sense at the time, shoot it. Shoot her. Yeah. And that rebels rely a lot on ways to strip hits to survive so cover you know is one that you guys already covered um dodge tokens yep um things like chewy's guardian uh low profile so if you can circumvent those with you know keywords like blast with flanking high velocity um critical you know just making them roll saves and just like any other you know facing off against any other faction you should be definitely prioritizing removing activations yeah um so to target the weak activations whether that's like an mk2 or like a naked rebel trooper unit um clearly there are exceptions like if you can catch jedi luke in the open while he doesn't have a dodge uh it almost doesn't matter what else you can do shoot jedi luke right right um but generally speaking you want to be trying to pick up those white save units and picking activations off the board so. Yeah, I would say the other thing, t- and and th- this isn't always true, but I would say a good, and you guys could correct me if you think I'm wrong here, but a good majority of the time, if you can get aggressive and get up into Rebel's face faster, like, and don't, don't hold back and like, you do the like, I'm going to wait for my opening because Rebels will just, they'll just ping you at four and five, right? But getting up into that range two, range one, and then just like going at them. Uh, I mean, because think about it, like a lot of troopers in melee are, are black dice. So if you just hit a Rebel trooper squad and you just punch them, 
I mean, there's a solid chance you're just going to go ahead and kill them. And you're taking away most of their power, which is in their their heavy upgrade weapons. Yeah, just don't, if they have like Wookiees or Tauntauns. Well, uh, right, right. They right. don't want to do that. Or, or Jedi Luke. <laughs> or Jedi Luke, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, um, I mean, I mean, for all the other, right, yeah. for all the other ones, though, like even even the airspeeders, right? It's just shoot it because you're, you know, like I, I'll something from my experience uh, this weekend, I played actually Chris, who was the judge for Kanto. He played a Dooku uh, Maul double uh, uh, double of the Magna Guards list. And I like I just couldn't kill the red saves. And so I'm like swooping around to come back with my airspeeder and all his B1s. He's just like, yeah, I'm just going to fish for crits. And so he just started shooting. He's getting like two, three crits. And I'm like, uh, and they're going through and plinking and just hitting the airspeeder, right? So, like, he was doing the perfect thing. He was getting aggressive with the, the stronger units and coming at me and then just shooting anything he could shoot, which was my airspeeders, because they have white saves, too. So if you start getting crits through, like, they, they're going to start melting. Like, it just it is what it is. I mean, most of the Rebel faction is glass cannons. Yeah. Um. And like even like rebel trooper squads, if you actually look like especially if you put like a DLT or a Z6, um, their out their all, offensive output is pretty good, but then it falls off pretty quickly. So even like like so going for activations, of course, super important, but also just knocking like a trooper or two off of each squad, like in a let's say four rebel troopers with heavy weapon squad or uh, list. That is also fairly effective at limiting their offensive potential pretty rapidly. Like if you can't get activations, so um, and and I mean sort of general Warhammer Glass Kennedy approaches, right? You you kind of want to either get to it before it gets to you, or give it enough breathing room that it won't actually get to your important stuff, and you can sort of blunt it before it gets there. Yep. Yep. Should we talk real quick about what sorts of rebelists are popular these days? Yeah. Uh, I'll, I can start. Uh, Triple Wookiees is a yep. very, very popular list. And then I think that comes with variations. I actually saw a really good list this weekend that had rebels with the DLTs, which that seemed like a good combo, right? So you're planking away from a distance and then you're running your Wookiees in to kind of do cleanup. Um, that seems really good. I, I mean, two copies of Vigilance with four uh, Captain DLT squads is like 400 to 450 points in there somewhere. So, I mean, a lot, I think a lot of rebel lists could easily be sort of half the list be four trooper squads with heavy weapons and two um, officers. And then what other various things you want to have, whether it be Wookiees or Luke mm -hmm. or Sabine or. Yep. Yeah. That's become kind of a staple um, as sort of a core, especially, you know, we've talked about, we talked a lot about this combo in our countering droids episode, but droids rely a lot on critical uh, so do like Empire gun lines these days bring in their T21s, whether they're T21s or T21Bs. Um, and rebel trooper captains with a dodge and situational awareness, you know, you just strip those crits. Yep. Uh, like every time they get shot, you just strip a crit. Um, and then hopefully you're in heavy cover too. So uh, you're also stripping those. 
and then you just don't roll saves. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's that's a super popular archetype right now. Um, it's becoming more popular. I think you didn't see a lot of it at like LVO um, or Canto, really. Uh, but it's something that people have been running in like Team League, mm. and I expect that you will see at Adepticon probably. Um, so you know, counters to that high velocity, uh, but also flanking with things like speeders. Um, you know, if you can get staps or you know, if you're a rebel player with T47s, um, barks, you know, basically if you can flank around the cover and yeah, they might still have a dodge, but taking one hit off a pool is a lot different than taking three off. So, um, yeah. I I mean, also just big dice pools. Yeah. Right. They're going to fire fire support. They're going to strip three, maybe four off the top, but if you're putting five to 10 through, then that's going to be a lot of saves to roll. I can't so, think of a lot of things where you can put 10 through besides like a double C6. Uh, I mean, 10, 10, <laughs> fire 10, support. <laughs> 10 might have been a little aggressive, but yeah. uh, I mean, like fire, like if you're playing with like a specifically a clone list and you're looking for fire support opportunities, so like that's where you really want it to just yep. focus that, put those two dice pools down into one to just get past the uh, mitigating factors. Absolutely. I will say there are a few more satisfying things than rolling 20 to 22 dice in one attack <laughs> and just seeing what happens it's so disgusting <laughs> um i've been on a little bit of a clone kick so you sure uh, have yeah. sure, <laughs> sure have pal <laughs> yeah actually i actually did random faction because i couldn't decide for adepticon and that's what i ended up with so um I have a lot of paintings to do in the next two to three weeks. I think they're going to be just fine. Yeah, I'll figure it out. Um, (laughs) uh, Yeah, anyway, uh, rebel archetypes that are popular. So basically lots of things with the, you know, for DLT captain build um, Han. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Han, yeah, Han's real big right now. Yeah, I mean... I mean, Han also fits into that four of trooper build because he, he has a command slot. So yep. often you'll see this exact same thing except with Han and then sometimes Han and Chewie. Yeah, because Chewie sort of gets helps you get around that, well, let's just load him up with a giant dice pool because you're, in, in addition to the you know the two from cover and the one from dodge, and then Chewie gets the strip three with Guardian. And now you can give him protector so he can strip crits too. So um, you take that big wind-up shot and you're like, yes, I got three hits past the cover and dodge. And Chewie's just like, no, yeah. no, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's wild, right? Because Han has low profile as well. So if you have heavy cover, you're 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 stripping three, and stripping then three. Yeah. and then a dodge four, and then Chewie, you're like, you didn't even touch Han. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's good. So bring those bring those cover denying keywords um, and make them roll saves. Uh, yeah. Han, if if you know, there's not like Wookiees or something sitting around. Just time up in melee. Yep. I mean, his melee is garbage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he has he has no ways to disengage or anything besides the disengage action, which is kind of a waste of Han's action. Um, so even if you don't have like a melee unit, like you have a B one unit or just a naked core unit or something, if they're in double move range of Han, just move him into base with Han. <laughs> yeah, just give him a hug. I mean, that's another reason you bring Chewy because generally they're going to be together and Chewie yeah, ha- right. can help at least deal with the, the right. well, Han bear hug. But 
Chewie does help, but you've been seeing a lot of Chewie Lasan too. Um, yeah. Oh so. yeah. I mean, I mean, Chewie just as a sort of coordinate protector and or ranged peers and or a scalable melee is. <laughs> yeah, he's good. good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also like I played a unit or a list with Tauntauns at LVO, and mm. Tauntauns are still they yeah. exist. Um, they're not. I mean, in a countering rebel segment, I don't think they're too big, but they they're still around and they're still good. Yeah, I'm but so that- glad that people think they're bad right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean that. What was it? The the list that John at Canto that John had to play to in the final. I lost to first round was a triple Tom triple Wookies list Ugh. with Han. <laughs> with yeah. Han, it was right. it yeah. sucked. And the Wookies all had battle shields too. I think right. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. It was so bad. Yeah, it's amazing mean, that all fits. I I before the last round of point changes, I played against a list that I don't remember what else was in it, but it was double Wookie, double Tom. And some other heroes and stuff. And now that points have gone down, you like triple Wookiee, double or triple Tons is a lot easier. And uh, also Tons are pretty good against uh, Wookiees because they have a, a fairly sizable dice pool that doesn't degrade as much. Um, and they generally have dodges, which really helps against Wookiees. Um, they're also halfway as decent against Magnaguard because they just can absorb quite a bit of blows of Magnaguard without losing a ton of their melee potential right off the bat. Yep. And they're great against B1s. And they're great against B1s. <laughs> <laughs> they just yeah. B1s like nobody's business. Yeah. Uh, even with the pistols, like four red dice, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, just yeah. pick up four B1 models. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. So, uh, so we mentioned Han, we mentioned the vigilance thing, Jedi Luke. What's your, what's your Jedi Luke counter? Just shoot him. Uh, <laughs> if you can, I mean, if you can, I, I mean, he's got burst of speed now. Yeah, he's got disengage. And the problem with him is, even if you, even if you get two or three wounds on him, he's still gonna eat three to four units. Like I don't even know. Like he's still gonna eat you up alive. Like I, I don't even think three wounds slows him down. And so, um, yeah, I mean, try to get as many shots. Uh, I think any force user, right, is you got to find your angles and try to wound them as much as you can early so that they're not as big of a player because you're trying to make your opponent question what they're going to do with them next, right? Um, And punish them for, you know, Kyle's good at that, is punishing people for putting them out where they shouldn't be. And... Jay and I played a game today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, oh, oh! Could you guys tell I was salty about it? Um, um, I, I mean, <laughs> specifically steadily. I think Magna Guards are probably some of the best units to counter him because Luke yeah. kind of feels like a bit of a wet noodle against Magna Guards, and they can kind of just follow him around. And dude, what doesn't? Those things are so good. <laughs> saber throw. Yeah, fire but, supported saber throws. So I mean, fire support for saber throws, yes. Just regular saber throws don't do a ton against Magna Guards. Well, yeah, yeah. Generally, yeah, they have a saber dodge. Pretty sad. Because they just should have a dodge, and then often yeah. they'll have cover. So saber throws often do nothing. Right. Bigger pools with Pierce, like Wiki yep. Bowcaster pools. Um, yep. Oh, man. Me. You know what else is really annoying that I completely forgot about because people don't use it as much anymore is comms jammer. Good lord, that's annoying. Yeah, it sure is. Oh my god. 
I don't know why. I mean, dobacks are so popular and so good right now. Um, I don't know why people aren't throwing comms jammers on those. Like, I, just get I a doback in the middle of a bunch of B1s. I mean, I think with specifically dobacks, you often, that last five points just isn't there yeah. once you're done building the list. Yeah. Um, I do, th- I, I am a little bit shocked that more Magna Guards don't have comms jammers on them. Because I never have the points problem. <laughs> I faced the list where uh, what it was the so this was that Chris again. He put them on the Magna Guard and he put them on uh, Maul's companion there, the droid companion. And I was just like, dude, what? Like, try flying some airspeeders around those things. Oh yeah, you're not getting orders. Yeah. And then he's like, yeah, who are you giving that order to? And I was like. Oh god, I forgot you had comms. That's an underused upgrade. Yeah, like sure. who uses that anymore? Yeah. yeah. I mean, especially in the world of ion spiders, if you can get something with a comms chamber between them, they feel bad. For sure. Yep. Um all right. Any other thoughts on rebels? Shoot them. I really, <laughs> yeah. I really like them. Um, I know this was a countering, but traitor. God, they've got you know what it is is i feel free there's just so many options it's like if i want to bring double heavy i can and i can still have 12 activations and most of them are still good and uh, you know what i mean and like if i want to bring just hero spam oh i could do that too and have like two really strong heroes that are gonna kill most of your army like it's just wild um yeah but anyways i'm with you i um so we never, I don't think we've talked about the new invader format or because maybe they just announced it um, they, since I our mean, last show. It has been announced, yes. Okay. Um, so basically uh, they're still doing round robin, but the groups are going to be split into regions. Mm-hmm. So you're still going to have Europe. You're still going to have Australia, but then there will be US East and US West. Oh, good. Um, yeah so jay you get to be with me and luke <laughs> i mean i mean i'm central so i get to choose uh, pick my poison yeah i get to pick your poison you, you want snyder or uh floor for <laughs> um anyway um so yeah uh but you have to so then after that there will be a regional elims so the first stage of elims will be regional again within those same regions and then once they cut to top 16 then that will be um international Mm. so previously elims has just been like straight everybody international um but you know there was some scheduling difficulties between like u.s and australian or u.s and european players uh, which is understandable um so now they're doing the regional elims thing and then top 16 will be international but the reason I thought of this just now when you were talking about Rebels having a good variety of list options is you have potentially three opportunities, depending on how far you make it, to change your list, but you have to do the same faction the whole time. Mm. Um, because you can you can do one list for Round Robin, you can do one list for the regional elims, and then you can do a separate list for Top 16. Um, but those all have to be the same faction, and you have to choose your faction at the start of Round Robin. <laughs> so Yeah, Rebels. Yeah, you better pick something that... Uh, you're going to be comfortable uh, potentially adjusting midway midway through. With, Listen, uh, yeah, and I agree, and I know everybody's calling me a traitor, and that's fine. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to be winning games while you're still trying to figure <laughs> out why Empire is not working. Well, I mean, so. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm tempted to play Empire. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I mean, your track record as of today, Jay, is uh, 
<laughs> I mean, I, I did pretty good at Canto. Well, I, I mean, I said today, not uh... oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and my track record today is not not good today. No. It's a Try much smaller to... sample size, though. Yeah, yeah. It's a one game sample size. Yeah. All, all in. <laughs> <laughs> one or none. I mean, so far with Rebels, I, I absolutely have a positive record. So, so oh, that's I, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll take it. Um, no, yeah, because that's the thing, right? And I, I think what happens with Empire, the more I'm exploring is the more I'm coming to the same thing because I think CIS is the same way. Um, I haven't played any Republic yet, but I, I guarantee, I thinking I will at some point, but like, there's just so many options and like, I don't feel stuck. Like with yeah. Empire, it's like, okay, I can take Vader Dubacks or I can take Double Heavy. Uh, all right, you know, maybe a gun line, but that's situational. And then, and I'm even just then you're probably still taking Vader. Yeah. yeah. Right, it's Vader or double heavies. That that those are your choices. Yeah, the uh, like CIS and Rebels are both super flexible right now, and then Empire and Republic is not that. <laughs> yeah, although I've really been enjoying Republic oh, anyway. <laughs> Republic, Republic is a real fun time. It's, I never... It doesn't have to be flexible if you're just like a rock and you're like, uh, no, you move. And you just sit there and kill anything that comes near you. Like you don't really have to be flexible anymore. Yeah, it's nice when everybody's tokens are just, you know. Yeah. Oh, I'll just use that one that's over there then. Yeah, it turns out they're a good fit for my place. <laughs> Shock and surprise on my part. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, all right. Anyway. Um, any final thoughts, gentlemen? uh i don't know yeah everybody out there you know listen to all you all you diehard empire players who are shaking your fist at the screen right now and saying jay how dare you i challenge you to on tts so you don't have to invest any or borrow a friend's units play rebels or cis come up with a list and go play it and tell me how you feel about empire after you do that (laughs) Because it's not that I hate Empire. I want them to be as good as the other factions. They're just not. Um, they're just not right now. And it's what? sad and it hurts me inside. Hang on. There are Empire lists that are top tier lists. Oh, yep. Um, Abs- they're, they're just sorry. their internal balance is a little off. Yes, that's not what I mean. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's yeah. not what I meant. I don't mean you can't go to a tournament and win with a, a Vader list. Because you can. Uh, what I mean is that this just—it's not a lot of options that are like feasible, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. There's so, there 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 are lists within the faction that are like you know quote unquote. I I, he, I hesitate. I'm sorry that I used this word without qualifying it before, but quote unquote top tier competitive lists. But a, you know, a or S. <laughs> Don't open that can of words. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> firmly put a lid back on that. Yeah. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, when we, when we, since we're already on record doing this, when we did our Empire tier rankings, you'll probably go back and find that we ranked both uh, Operative Vader and Dubax as S tier. So yeah. take that for what it's worth. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're right. Their internal balance is a little off. Yeah. And that's, um, that's not, it just is what it is, you yeah. know? And, um, I don't Which, know. Honestly, if they're going to be the anything faction, I guess it makes sense for them to be the Vader faction. Yeah. Um, 
but it'd be nice if they were like the Vader faction and the three other things faction. So, yeah, like they they should be the the like heavies faction, and they kind of are, but not really because when everybody else's heavies can just do better things, it's kind of hard to like accept that anymore. I do think the ATST is a little underappreciated right now. Listen. I'm a guy who's played ATST forever, but when I can see what the Saber Tank, the AAT, and now the T47 can do, I'm just going, I'm sorry, what? What why don't I have this? Why why do why don't I search to crit? This is bull. <laughs> why can clones, a unit of just normal phase one clones, sit be or phase two clones sit beside heavy cover and get dodge and things and survive a full blast from an atst shot that makes no sense they should have it is weird that like the the largest guns in legion don't have pierce or something you know last or anything that could well you can take the grenade launcher with with the ATS. Sure, but, but you gotta yeah. get range too. Like I should be able to take my big weapons and just go, I don't care what you're behind, do, 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 and kill you. Like, or at least some of you. And it's just not like you got heavy and a dodge, and you could share this one from over here. Oh, and you could get that surge <laughs> from over there, and you're just you I took out one. I just have, have I just, you been burned by token sharing. <laughs> yeah, I just threw 12 dice into something and oh and i decided to fire support with my mortar and, <laughs> and i i took out one clone i i mean i think jay you just you should stop uh playing against name characters you need to play against the rabble because if you ever watch the movies the uh, name characters will survive heavy artillery no problem the uh, rabble will just go flying no. though <laughs> all right um <laughs> Do I sound bitter, Kyle? Do I? All right. Well, you you guys have any final thoughts before we close this out? I've got lots, Kyle. Do you want to hear them all? (laughs) We could recap our game if you want. No. (laughs) Okay. I know what I, I, I made a lot of mistakes. Turns out standby sharing is a thing. It is a thing. Yeah. You got to, you just got to keep your eye on that. Yeah, very much a thing still. Um, that's definitely not what I'm playing for Adepticon, though. <laughs> what? <clears throat> what? But it's good. <laughs> it's fine. I'm not sure you. I'm not sure you caught the, <laughs> the nuance of my tone there. Too. <laughs> um, all right. Anyway, well, we are the Notorious Counters. I'm Kyle. I'm Jay. I'm Timbo. Stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs>